Welcome to Double Confirm Show Christmas edition. <laughs> we need some cheesy Christmas songs. Do you think you can play it on the guitar? Then? Nope. No, you don't. You don't know any good Christmas jingles. Ah, no. Oh, they put me on the spot. Bugging like me though. Those Christmas jingles are everywhere now. They're in every single coffee shop. They're in the yoga studio. Immediately even. into the rant. I, oh was in the, I was in the yoga studio this morning. Thank you for joining us. Ignore him for a moment. You know, people, it's the first time. It's the first time people are listening to us. They just downloaded. They're like, it's Christmas special. Everyone's cheered up. The warm, you know. Fuzzy feeling. Fuzzy feeling. We're going to crush that today. Crush it. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't feel like Christmas in Singapore, though. Fucking hot. Winter in Singapore. Yeah. Well, you don't sweat as quickly as normally. (laughs) I've noticed that. It's still 30 degrees out, though. Yeah, yeah. But it's a low 30. It's a low. It's like 29 and a half. (laughs) Celsius for all our listeners out there. In the US, we talk about Fahrenheit. Well, completely different. It's only the US we talk Fahrenheit, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big country. (laughs) Mm. But there's so many things to talk about, and we have a long list here. Oh, yeah. But no order. No particular order. Yeah, you're right. So we got a, what's the deal? This is an interesting one about our favorite topic, yes. which we will speak. Uh, our favorite, you know, company, oh. our favorite brand. It's the tech part of the show. The tech part of the show. Tech. We have a someone you should know. Yes, it should be pretty interesting. Thomas has been speaking about these guys for ages, for a long, long time. There's some new news, which is amazing. That's we <laughs> then have like a quasi sort of confused sort of travel report. Quasimodo. Quasi sort of. Actually, it's not really a travel report. It's more like it's more talk about a country that that needs to sort itself out we do have a travel report though <laughs> from undercover, thailand undercover asia edition right. yeah an okay. undercover review actually i also put something else in here we've got two of them so that'll be my segment are you Is gonna hold okay? your laptop up the whole time i can't i can't i have to speak in the mic and i'm it's struggling to, you didn't to think about that, did you? at the same time before your and trip then, to the toilet and then we have a couple of other little bits of pieces but actually should we start out with the bulletproof coffee we had this morning bulletproof <laughs> coffee it's the best coffee for you how do you mean? Huh? Yeah. Was that a jingle? That oh, was, was that of... a jingle? <laughs> well, you, you didn't think it was a bulletproof. You had some real reservations about this. So basically, we have we have some coffee a coffee shop nearby, which very close. You know, by. serves a bit of. They call it bulletproof, but you know, in Thomas's books, it's not really bulletproof. It just wasn't up to standards. Correct. It's an issue, huh? You had well, a real issue with it. It's butter coffee. You didn't we drink could, it. I drank half of it. It's still half there. It's half Oof, there. It's I don't want to drink it. Look at that. It's all caking up uh, at the top. It's <laughs> too heavy. It's too harsh. It's okay. It's like a gateway coffee <laughs> to, get, to get to the bulletproof. They call it. They would call it butter coffee. Butter more of a generic term when you throw butter in it. The butter was good. Good grass-fed, unsalted yeah. stuff. The coconut oil. But coconut oil right there, you're already off. You're really? off the reservation because it has to be MCT or some sort of MCT. But there's MCT in coconut oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a small percentage. But he put a lot of coconut oil in that. That's the problem. <laughs> then it becomes like a heavy, you're drinking like coconut oil. Jesus. You're going to get the shits. I mean, you already did. That's what they call that. They call that hashtag disaster pants. Yeah. In the community. That's <laughs> true. That's what you it's think called. Because it of the coconut oil, I thought it was the coffee. Though. Well, it was a combination, but the <laughs> coconut oil gave you the big push. That was the turbo <laughs> charge. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh man, got a Oh man, but this is the Christmas edition. We're not yeah. going to talk about toilet humor <clears throat> too much. <laughs> Santa Claus. 
Yeah, a few days before Christmas, we hope to release this episode in a timely fashion, not weeks and months after Christmas. <laughs> you're right, you're not going to get this in February, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe next week. Maybe, Maybe just after week. Christmas. Oh, man. Before New Year's. Really? I don't want to, you know, because Thomas always does in- impeccable editing on all these. Um, yeah, I got crazy. All, all these episodes, you know. Perfectionist. As you can see, I'm trying to strategically influence for him to get it out as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading the book Influence again. Oh, of course. To deal with people like you. <laughs> Influence. The psychology persuasion. It was a 1980s book, yeah? 84 is the first year it came out. Yeah. Influence. Seminal work by Mm. Dr. Cialdini, Mm. although they would say Cialdini in the United States. He's Italian, though. Cialdini. Cialdini. Yeah, he's very. What's his first name? Robert. Robert. (sighs) Not Roberto. Well, Roberto Cialdini. D- depends where you are. <laughs> but this is a seminal, seminal work. Yeah. Originally out in 84, then in 94, then in 2007, at least my edition is mm-hmm, from 2007. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rereading it because I want to understand how people are messing with my head, <laughs> basically, and how I can mess with theirs. There we go. For good. Part only of- for good, though. <laughs> great power comes great responsibility. We know that. Actually, I was having a discussion about this topic about influence you know marketing is all about influence correct this book is like the marketing people journal of marketing research says for marketers it is the most important book in the last 10 years i haven't even read it and they would have updated that because this is blurb was probably from 30 (laughs) years ago (laughs) but the reality is you know as marketeers we've got a we've got a serious responsibility on our hands totally because i mean imagine you know selling sugary water to obese kids like you i mean you're trying to influence them to be happy and drink this stuff but the mm. reality is you're killing them mm, and as a marketer how can you live with yourself doing something like that sorry guys to all you good this marketers is, out there this is a big moral dilemma it's huge i mean it really like bad marketeers are worse than bad lawyers or like same you, same. <laughs> same, same. Same, same. you could classify us in that same category like there's a serious speaking to about this actually um, but there's a massive responsibility there yeah how do you resolve it as a marketer yourself i think i'll write an op-ed in a magazine or something on this topic what do you think i think it's a great idea like i don't know for your blog ethical marketing ethical marketing Mm, that's good it's like a social entrepreneur it has a ring to it it's very very a zeitgeist (laughs) right in the zeitgeist right on the pulse you're in the pulse you know i could bring i could bring trump into this whole thing Oh God! <laughs> you think it wouldn't work? No, okay. it probably would work, but it scares me whenever that name is mentioned. I'll get you to read the first first draft. Actually, that's what I'm going to do this Christmas. That's a great idea. I'll write a little paper, like a white paper. Yeah, white paper. Whatever color you want. <laughs> white paper. Yeah, I think it's great for the blog, for public consumption. Yeah, man. We get it published in the... Journal of Marketing Research. <laughs> Dude, I'm not a PhD, man. Like, not, well, <laughs> you know, not yet. I'll do an op-ed. See how it gets traction. Then I'll, you know, then I'll do like some speaking tours, you know, write the book after two years. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting ahead of yourself. Come up with some good, insightful, insightful, insightful. Easy. easy insights. Easy. Easy. Because I used to work for a company that used to sell products which were questionable. I'm not going to name it. Yeah, I mean like and sugary, I was like, really? caffeinated. And, uh, and I, had, I had an issue with it. I did, really. Mm. Yeah. I was like, mm. I lasted six months there. No, nine months. Mm, mm, I was like, mm, no, mm. I can't do it. Eh? I couldn't do it. Yeah, anyway. Well, unlike you, I want to use marketing to advance, <laughs> advance my agenda. 
Okay. But not for evil, of course. I'm not going to sell crack cocaine to the children or whatever. Yeah, basically. You know, they, well, they say sugar is as addi- addictive as well, what's cocaine. It high, what's it? High fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup. HFCS. Oh, I just abbreviated it. Okay, we can't swear on this episode. We need to see if we can we could try and not swear. Yeah, keep a clean rating for our <laughs> for our ten year old demographic. We really lost them. That'll last about ten minutes. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna slip out in I'm a few minutes. I'm keeping it clean, man. <laughs> clean. Uh, before we get on to another topic, <laughs> I can't. Oh. Before we get on to our first topic, I do want to. Yes. I do want to. Um, talk about some feedback that we got from one of our listeners? Oh, good. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you remember, but we've been accused openly of sometimes not taking a stand on certain topics. They can make their own show. Do you remember? Do you? I think you were there when we got that feedback. I know you're talking about. I think. And look, I'll take that feedback. Take it. And I think I'm going to be a little bit more aggressive about this shit now. Okay. I'll take some positions. Hey man, and we can't just keep on. I, you know, I don't actually think we're yes men. We're far from yes. We take men. positions all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we're just a bit more left wing, though. Mm, and this person was a bit more right. I'm wing. kind of in my own wing right now. <laughs> you know, because sometimes you thought I was a super right wing. The stuff I was saying about capitalism and yeah. how the good it's done left for the world. Wing, right wing. It's really just one circle of. I'm, trust. In, I'm in the. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not on the wings. I'm not. I'm. I'm more of. I. Uh, it's too complicated. I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But let's get back to the feedback. So the feedback was yeah. they wanted us. I know what she wanted to do. Oh, it's, a she. it's a she. I know who it was. Oh, man, you're putting it out there, huh? Well, you just said we're going to make a stand. Yeah, we do. I'm going to mention her I name. Just, oh, no, you can't do and that. And give her email. <laughs> <laughs> and her favorite color. She's going to get hate mail. No, 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 no. Okay, I won't go that far. Privacy is still important to but us. But we love our feedback. I mean, guys, like, please, you know, I know Thomas is taking this defensively, but no, no, we no. really do appreciate I'm everyone's feedback. <laughs> what am I? What am I? Oh, you're taking it defensively. I'm not taking it. Um, that's just a joke. Uh, I have two thoughts about that. Yeah, One, yeah. I take the feedbacks mm-hmm. about t- to make, taking a stand. And I think we do take a stand, mm-hmm. um, but we're not so rigid. Mm. We're still flexible. We discuss. We're mm. open, which is something that's far too rare in this day and age where people You're do right. take a stand right. because they just want to make waves and get attention and eyeballs and ad dollars and sugary drinks, et cetera, right? Sell, sell, yeah. sell. <laughs> yeah, I got And you. I'm okay with selling, but- you know, I'm like you, man. I still have a conscience. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> a conscience. You, your laugh's probably going to be distorted. Okay. But that's the stand I'm taking right now. Got it. Distorted laughter <laughs> on the radio. We're on cool. the radio. Awesome. Awesome. So I, I didn't finish my point. First point was that. Second point. Yeah, cool. I get it. I know her style. She wants to create not scandal, but controversy in a mm. way. Like you're like saying something really out there. Yeah, exactly. Right? And we do. We have a whole list of stuff here. Betrayal by Apple. Oh, we haven't even mentioned that here yet. Here we go. Are we jumping into the list here? I think it's the first, what's the deal? But, oh yeah, what's the deal? But before I hit the what's the deal, the last point on her, yeah. have her own show already. <laughs> Put your own show on. I'm not going to. He's scaring away our listeners who want to give us feedback. (laughs) No, I'm taking a stand. Okay. Right? I'm not being wishy washy. That's the point. Good luck to the rest of you guys. (laughs) Just send me a personal message because I think Tom Tom will lose his shit. Everybody's got an opinion. (laughs) Opinions are like 
I'm trying to keep it clean. <laughs> okay, you. whatever. Betrayal by Apple. I just found out yesterday. I don't know if Merrick knows about this news. I don't know news. about it. Yeah, you're going to... When this gets published next week... Because obviously, guys, we love Apple, as you all know from our previous shows. I've had a lot of problems with Apple this last year. No, no I was being facetious. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were so... You convinced me. Your marketing is so good, man. Uh, I didn't realize you're being facetious. <laughs> Apple. Apple, I've been having problems with them. As you know, Apple, whatever, everyone knows, they built their base on the creative industry, the creatives, mm-hmm. back in the day, decades good ago. Product. Great product. For creatives. For creatives. And then they gradually became a mobile device mm-hmm. retailer, mm-hmm. iPhones and iPads mm-hmm. and whatever, iClouds. And that's cool. And uh, And now... Well, since we're talking about it, you know the new Mac, the iMac yes, Pro, yes. which just recently got released. Yes. The base model is $4,999.99 US for the base model, Ooh. just to get in the door. That's a little black guy that sits on <laughs> no, your that's desk. No, that's the, that's the um, Mac Pro. This is the iMac, the all-contained thing. Because I've been looking at upgrading my shit, and it's, oh, I just broke my, my clean rating. <laughs> Maybe I could buzz that out. I could zap it out. I'll make a sound over it. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not so happy about that. But most recently in the news, we're talking about tech right now mm-hmm. for all your tech lovers. Mm-hmm. Apple admitted that they were throttling down the CPUs <sighs> in the I- older iPhones. I did read that. You did read that? Yeah, I read it this morning. You might have read it this morning. I saw it yesterday. I posted it all over Facebook because I got so many followers, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of people know about it now. Um, <laughs> yeah. In fact, follow me on Facebook it, forward yeah. slash yeah, yeah. Facebook.com forward slash <laughs> Thomas Mangieri, M-A-N-G-I-E-R-I. We're going to give you all that stuff at the end He's of the show. He's working on the influencing. Influencing. Yeah. Right. It's not very subtle. Oh, goodness. But the point was, uh, Apple, they came out and said they got caught, though. It wasn't like they announced it. They kind of got caught, mm-hmm. red-handed, admitted to it. And everyone's like, what the, the deal, mm-hmm. Tim? Not Tim. Tom. Wait, what's his name again? <laughs> Tim Cook? Tim. Tom Cook. <laughs> he's, he's hiding his uh, his persona. He's like, I'm not Tim. I'm Tom Cook. But in the article I read this morning, I think it was in Wide Magazine, um, he blamed the battery. Well, they blamed the battery. Battery degradation in Mm. order to deal with it. Apparently, the story was that Mm. they came out, which many people weren't happy with, was as the phone gets older, the battery degrades, Mm -hmm. the battery gets to a point where it can't um, serve up the peak power if you Mm -hmm. have a lot of things running, a Mm -hmm. lot of apps running, Mm -hmm. and it demands power quickly. Mm -hmm. And it could force the phone to automatically shut down or automatically restart. Mm -hmm. And people are like, oh, what's going on? My phone's acting weird. So they said, okay, we'll just have this little feature, quote unquote, that down regulates the CPU so you never get that peak demand on mm-hmm. power from the battery to mitigate mm-hmm. batteries mm-hmm. failing as they get older mm-hmm. and like the phone failing. And, mm-hmm. and, but no one, but they didn't announce it. There was no announcement. They didn't say we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, I've heard some people talk about how, well, it seems like a good idea, but add it as a, if it is a true feature, you mm-hmm. should give the people a preference option to turn it on or off. Like, hey, you know, I don't mind occasional crashes. Mm. I want to have maximum CPU power at mm, all times. Mm, 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 mm. But they don't, there's no, no option. There's no option. Interesting. So that's why I got a bit scandalous. But you know you can replace the battery for like 50 bucks. You know that's feasible. I've heard about that. <laughs> you know, it's just like, come on, dude. Like, <clears throat> if it's really a battery, I should give the consumer a choice. No, but that's the whole point. Apple's gotten to the point where no more choices. 
No mm. more choices. But they never—they were never big into choices. If you think about they it, they used to be. I mean, you're talking really? about back in the day. That was their whole point. You could like user friendly, user upgradable. Mm. You could kind of do do stuff with it. Mm. But now they've been sealing up, sealing mm. up, sealing mm. up. Like the new iMac Pro, mm. which is like the sealed machine. You can't mm. do. You can't even add RAM to the computer really? yourself. Really? You have to do it in factory <sighs> and Apple's inflated prices that'll like double the cost of the RAM. Whatever you would get anywhere else is like yeah, at yeah, least yeah. double for yeah. Apple to do it. Yeah. So yeah. they're they're really, really sucking what's uh, like a like a uh, vampire bat. Like <laughs> a leech. <laughs> like sucking the blood from their Apple base because they got a big base the now. Profit. Yeah. They're so just... they're they're turning off a lot of I'm, honestly, this year I've been reading more and more about photographers and other creatives switching to Windows machines, no. saying, "You know what? I love Apple, but it's gotten yeah. too crazy. I could buy a, a machine that's comparable in terms of yeah. the specs yeah. and the performance at half the price, yeah. and still give myself options to upgrade or or add or whatever." And that's happening. I'm I'm hearing about it more and more in the industry. Well, everything works now. If you think about it, everything works online now. Everything is almost done on the browser. At least I do all my work on a Chrome browser. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Like, I don't really use Excel documents anymore or even like Word documents. Like even the email thing I use through Gmail. Like it's all online at the moment. Yeah, but that's all relatively See, lightweight office-y kind of work. But if you're doing heavy photo stuff, editing yeah, yeah. or video editing yeah. or... You know, all that kind of stuff you, you require. But you get Photoshop and it works the same on a Mac as it does on a PC. Well, that's just the thing. All the apps so, are comparable across both platforms. Exactly. So that's why, and seriously, you have photographers moving over, video people really taking a second look. Mm. And they're like, hmm, sure, I've been with Apple for 20-some years, mm. for instance. But mm. it's getting to the point where, it's, you know, like literally half price or less, you could be building out your own sweet-ass system that uh, to use for work. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at it myself. And I have been the last couple of months. And which brand that. would you go with then? Like, would you literally, I mean, like, what are you talking? Dell, HP, Sony? I would probably build out my own system. Literally Like, literally, scratch. I would get like a box and put wow. in my own CPU and put in my own RAM and put in man. my own video card. It would take some research. But there's a gap in the market here, man. Oh, yeah. Like if HP, Sony, whoever are not covering this, like, man, it's huge. It's true. It's an opening. You're right. Because Apple used to be a lock. Mm. People were in the system mm. and they never would want to leave. Mm. But I don't know, man. I think 2018, there might be a... Who does desktops anymore? Nobody. That makes them? Yeah. You just get to put components. You go you down to Simlim yeah. Square. But here can you in imagine Singapore. doing like an Apple competitor desktop specifically for creators? Mm, none. There's no, none I could, could think of. You could easily. You could. Give it a nice branded name for creators. Shit, man. Man, here what we are we go. doing here? We why, are we doing why are we talking about this on, radio, on podcast, man? Everyone's going to steal our idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to edit this out. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, if anyone does do it, let us know. Yeah. We'll help with the marketing. We'll market it. We'll push it. <laughs> we'll be unscrupulous. We'll take a tiny fraction of the shareholders. Just a, a little whiff. A wafer thin. A wafer thin. It's percentiles. Oh, uh, yeah. But so the deal with Betrayal by Apple. So Man. Tim Cook is like, yeah, we've been down regulating your CPUs. But everyone, of course, says, it's because my phone's getting old and you want to incentivize me yeah. to upgrade. Here we go. They're not talking about new batteries. They're Dude. talking about, hey, iPhone X for $1,000. I changed my phone a few what weeks ago. What is that? It's the new Pixel. The Google Pixel. Oh, you're moving to it was it was painful. So you switched over from Apple to the Google Pixel. 
it was wow. painful to. I mean, I lost all my WhatsApp messages. I lost everything. You don't need that crap, um, dude. There was a lot of stuff in there. A lot of like love notes, <laughs> photos. You could redownload all all the apps. But is it still up there? You can get it all. No, because it's all in iCloud. Oh, it's all iCloud. As soon as you put it onto Android, they, they don't talk to each other. No, and they refuse to. Yes. So it's like you have to download each app separately. I mean, the good news is in the apps you can log back in. Mm. On most of them, but WhatsApp's no. Mm. But like, for example, Instagram is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, right, because they keep it in its own servers. Airbnb was painful. Really? Uh, Uber was painful. Oh. Grab was painful. See? I don't yeah. like feeling trapped, man. Don't like it. I mean, it took me about two weeks to just get everything up and running. Do, and it's okay. Do like, you like it now, the Pixel? The Google Pixel? Uh, give me another two weeks. I mean, All it's right. fast. Photos are fantastic. Like mm-hmm. it all integrates with all the Google products, so like no issues. And you're very Googleicious. Yeah. And my iPhone was slowing down a few weeks ago. And that was a six or a seven? Six. Or six. It was annoying me a lot because like all the new apps were just like, it was slow to open windows. Hanging. Yeah, but like fraction of a second. I could just feel it. it. Battery was only lasting half a day. It was like I literally had to charge it twice a day. How old is that six? It was two years old. Two years old. Yeah. yeah. Two years. And they're like, yeah. Built in obsolescence. <clears throat> there we go, man. There we go. That's what, everyone, that's what everyone thinks, though. The whole conspiracy theorist. Like, they are, Apple needs this move product. So they got to down regulate the old product. I as have, simple as that. And I yeah. hate to say it, but yeah. Yeah. Doesn't surprise. Doesn't admit, though. Like, I saw the iPhone X. A uh, friend of mine in Tokyo had it. Yeah. Whew, it's a nice phone. Like, it just feels edge to edge. Solid. But it's really heavy. It feels like the future. It does. It literally does. <laughs> it's like really, I mean, I was like, wow, that's a sexy device. But it's, what's it, a grand? 1,000 US. Yeah, it's not cheap, eh? But apparently it's as fast as like MacBooks from two, three years ago. Yeah. It's got as much computing power as those MacBooks. Yeah, just be safe, careful with it. Why? Walking around with that thing. I mean, in Singapore, it's safe. But if you're hanging out in New York or something on the subway with an iPhone X. Oh, cheers. I, you know, the wrong person sees that. <laughs> quick, g- quick grab, five finger discount, skedaddle out the subway. Done, done. Sell it, <laughs> you know, 20% off, 800 bucks. Yo, quick. Speaking of travel, where are you going for Christmas? I'm not going to steal any iPhone X's, if that's <laughs> you're asking. Christmas time is here. You chilling in Singapore? Christmas time. I'm staying in Singapore City. Nice. Last year, I wasn't here. This time, uh, well, it's nice because it's wintertime in Singapore. And you it's know? quiet. Everyone leaves. Everyone's out of town. Yeah. It's quiet. Super chilled. Winter. Orchard Road was amazing. Doesn't Orchard Road, there's nobody on the there's road. nobody around. No, it's great. I skateboarded down Orchard Road one Christmas. <laughs> like Christmas Day, literally. Through the snow. <laughs> it was there like, was no cars. It was like 29 degrees Celsius. That's crazy. Which for <laughs> our American <laughs> listeners is approximately how many in Fahrenheit? No idea, bro. I would say <laughs> 80, uh, four, uh, six, 85, 86 degrees. A, a cool winter day. <laughs> Speaking of our American listeners, I'm just aware we probably, we've yeah. got a lot to cover today, man. And we're already 20 minutes into this thing. We got to get picking up speed. Yeah, you, Christmas you, time. What are you doing for Christmas? South Africa tomorrow. Actually, tonight. Can't wait. And speaking of iPhones, I'm going to have to hide all my iPhones and pixels and yeah. When you get back yeah, to... Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Shit. Well, I don't even want to look at them. I'll be out on the beach. So you're going straight to Cape Town or Joe? No, Joe So no beach, but it'll be pool, barbecues. Yeah, it'll be nice. Sunshine, 
Oh, it'd be magic. Looking wow. forward to it. You'd be in the uh, Southern Hemisphere. Exactly. Summertime. Summertime. <laughs> it's wintertime. Speak your travel summertime. reports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're what? thinking about, I mean, should we speak about the Thai, my Thailand trip, or should we speak about your runaways Is this, situation? Well, it's supposed to be a Christmas theme show. So far, <laughs> we haven't really touched upon it. Christmas theme. What do you want for Christmas? Ah, oh, peace on earth. <laughs> Good will toward men and women. Would that, would that be okay? Like, that's all I ask for, really. Well, like, that's very uh, noble. Everyone needs to chill the fuck out. <laughs> really? Explicit rating. Um, we'll have to bleep that with some Santa Claus sounds, you know, like some jingle bells. Jingle, jingle. It's a bit of peace and quiet. It's actually more the quiet I need than the peace. You know, people just need I know, to right? Chill. I can't get quiet anywhere I go. We're like a bunch of like 80 year old men. I can't. I the clickety clack of the everything. It's clicketing and clacketing. Of the art installations. Outside the building. Yeah, I couldn't concentrate. But yeah, so you want peace, love, and uh, goodwill toward men and women. Okay, that's great. And yourself? Are you eyeing, you eyeing, you eyeing the new MacBook? <laughs> I, uh, well, we could either go the non materialistic route. Which is, I would love to really have mm-hmm. the capability to travel through wormhole te- <laughs> technology, but it's not there yet. But that's, these are the things that, you know, that's why when people ask me questions, I don't answer often because that is my answer. And they'd be like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I like to travel by wormhole. Of course. Can you imagine how efficient that would be? It's so fast. It'd be instantaneous. <laughs> instantaneous travel. Imagine that. You can fly from here, fly. No, you're wormholing. Walk. Wormholing, man. We got to come. You're wormhole traveling straight to wherever you want. Cape Town, Joburg, New York, yeah. whatever. Alaska, Sweden. I don't know why. Well, I know why I said Sweden. Actually, speaking of which, I also read in the paper, they did their first Hyperloop test with Virgin. Virgin did Elon, their- Is that the Elon Musk? No, Virgin. That's the um, Sir Richard Branson. Apparently, like, shattered some world speed records or something on that thing. I didn't hear about this. It's crazy. Give me some tech news, man. Okay, I need to do the research on this. I, <laughs> I don't know why I put it out there, but I just... Do the research after. Fl- flipboard. I just did a quick flipboard. I was like, wow, okay, cool. What happened? Next. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't read the whole article. So, a Hyperloop. <laughs> Hyperloop's testing, big time. Speaking of wormholing. It's still traditional, though. It's still traditional trying to go faster. Like, mm. get your thing, go mm. faster, reduce mm. friction, whatever. I'm in a vacuum tube. So, whatever. you want to bend space and time. I want to go, like, quantum mechanics. <laughs> Like, yeah, exactly. Like, what's it called when you're in entanglement? They call it when like two points, two cells, uh, string theory, two atoms. String theory is a competing one. Uh, <laughs> but point is, wormhole. I like to travel by wormhole for Christmas. Like, have that capability. If I can't have that, I have a backup. I have a fallback position, which is usually my fallback position for Christmas. Which is business class, real estate, <laughs> real estate, real estate. Okay. Which is something I learned as a young boy reading Peanuts. Real estate, which is, <laughs> okay. which is you know, Charlie, you know, Charlie Brown, the Peanuts comic strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sally, yeah, I yeah. believe, the older sister of uh, Linus. Okay. That's what she always wanted that for Christmas. She wanted real estate. Yeah, I remember really? reading that when <laughs> I was a kid. And it's stuck in my head. And I always thought, that's a good idea. <laughs> is that what she said? So it's that, one of the comic strips? Yeah, it's, it's, in the, it's in one of the books. It's so brilliant. Yeah, so real estate. So even back then, what's his face? It's Peanuts. not. Martin who, Schultz. who did that? Schultz. Schultz. Yeah. Was it Martin Schultz? No, Charles Schultz. Yeah. Yeah. Charles Schultz. Not not Seuss, not Dr. Seuss, a different guy. <laughs> but uh yeah, so either of those two things and I'd be happy finally. Nice. <laughs> That's my position. I'm sticking to it. 
<laughs> All right, that's Christmas time. I wonder how you put that under a tree. A wormhole. Wormhole. <laughs> a gift card. <laughs> a gift certificate. Oh, sorry. Unlimited because. wormhole travel. <laughs> for T and Jerry. For one year. Forever. <laughs> Forever <laughs> and ever. Amen. What kind of accent was that? Anyway, moving on. So moving on. So we got Christmas time. That's on the list. Uh, what's going next? We've what's got some runaways from the US. Should we talk, talk about that? About Is that, that too political? I don't. I, I don't think know. you want to slip into the politics. We go from the tech. Yeah. No, we go from personal update to tech to politics. Betrayal by Apple. Wait, we already did that. <laughs> runaways from the US. Who wrote these headlines? <laughs> <laughs> my my lovely wife, Pauline Very, very dramatic. <laughs> Runaways from the U.S. So as you guys all know, the United States has been going through a whole world of weirdness and pain mm. and, and craziness, politically speaking. Want to kick everyone out, want to keep everybody in, you want to like control the world. It's really, really dark, strange times. And um, I hope a few years from now, we're going to look back on this recording and say, ah, oh, remember those times? Wow, that was a crazy time. Now it's so much better. But we're not there yet. So, um, so people are running away from the United States, as we know, um, renouncing U.S. citizenship. Mm. I'm not planning on renouncing mine. Mm. I am an American citizen, mm. uh, but I am concerned. Mm. And, and I know I, I live abroad. I plan on living abroad forever because I don't want to go back to the U.S. Mm. I told you earlier, actually, I'm applying for an American visa. And you know, they've got like these 20 questions at the end of the application. 20 very personal questions personal questions. Personal, like, are you a terrorist? Have you have you ever been part of a terrorist organization? Seriously? Dude, they full on. It's like almost like they want to just, you know, just in case you do something, it's like, you ticked that box. You mm. said you weren't. <laughs> you, you lied to us. But right at the end, there was a couple of new ones because I applied 10 years ago for that. And, you know, they had a couple of those questions. Yeah. And the last one was, have you ever renounced your American citizenship on tax, for, on tax for grounds, tax for tax reasons? I was like, whoa. That's new. That's hectic. That's new because there's people renouncing because of tax reasons. Men, oh. I mean, people I've met in Singapore who are Americans who gave up the U.S. citizenship over the last few years. It's been a trend that's building momentum. Every year is like 20-some percent I don't think it's more. just tax. I mean, tax is like a benefit out of it. I mean, like you said, I think there's more. If people are just, I don't know. What is it? It's tax. You think it's tax? It is tax. <laughs> really? I think for a lot of people. Because they mm. don't feel like they're in control of of them of their lives, mm, mm, you know. Mm. Like they're constantly dealing with bureaucracy, and, yeah. and it's becoming basically when something doesn't have the value, mm. it's like, why am I doing this anymore? Mm. You know, they ask themselves, and there's no good reason. But it's for the American army. That's why you pay. Well, that's just the thing. Then you have Americans in the United States who think that those people are, I don't know, like. Uh, not traitors, like traitors in a way. The people that renounce citizens. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's like, no, they're making a decision based yeah. on their life situation mm. and what's yeah. good for them. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, we're not the expense of the yeah. army and it's like crazy. There's so much money wasted by the US government. But this is very political. Are we a political yeah. show? I mean, jeez, dude. No, I don't think But you're so. applying. I'm not doing Christmas though. <laughs> it's Christmas. Politics. You know, politics are discussed over Christmas, usually yeah. over after a few drinks. <laughs> it's true, it's true. And then there's a shouting match. That's, you know. Well, we're facing our own tax issues in South Africa. Yeah. So they want to tax us on global income. Yeah. And but we don't have any 
fucking global army. Like, it's like, come on, dude. So, global I mean, army. look, I'm pretty lucky. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this on air, but True. you know, we've got, I've got options. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it comes to the point where it's like, screw you guys. Like, fine. Thanks. No, I'll go back as a tourist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. It's like, fine. Like, I'll immigrate. Moving I'll on. do what I have to do, you know. Yeah, man. I mean, it's not, I'm not saying I'm going to evade taxes, not at all. I just have some other options, which is nice because tax evasion is illegal. You should never evade no, taxes. No, no, you got to be legal about it all. Got to be legal. But yeah. like, you know, the United States is a great case in point because the majority of people there are either immigrants or came from immigrants mm-hmm. like myself. There's just two, three generations or two generations. So my great grandparents and my grandparents. They came to the U.S. because there was better opportunities there. Mm, 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 mm. And people will leave the U.S. if there are better opportunities elsewhere. It's the same logic, the same reasoning, you know? Don't put them on a leash, man. Like, you got to, you got to, you know. You know, exactly. Give them the options. You know, land of the free, home of the brave. Mm, mm. Come on, man. Consistency. What would the influence book say about it? The consistency (laughs) principle. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> they f- it's look well it's, it's culturally indoctrinated to be consistent otherwise you're ostracized and they're like yeah whatever like well, a, as a bit of sort of academic f- feedback from our listeners so what's our position on this whole fucking thing <laughs> what is the position on runaways from the US that's a great title for something I love it for a white paper runaways for, for, from, runaways runaways from USA oh that would be good I could see that Blog. in the economics in the economist yeah 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 the economist totally headline Economist, give us credit. A special. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out for myself. You're trying to figure out for yourself. It's a different. But you've decided you're not going back to the US. Well, that, I don't want to go back. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to for go now. back. For now. For, forever. <laughs> forever and ever. No, I mean, the US is, is going through dark times. Yeah, yeah. And the point is, let's talk about it. My sister, mm. she actually, she's going to be, uh, her and her family are going to be moving to Sweden, Stockholm, Sweden next mm. year. She has a job there. She's moving out <coughs> of the US. Mm. And she's very happy, mm. as you might imagine. She's got an option. She has an option. I mean, she right. speaks Swedish, so that helps too. Yeah, yeah. Although you could get by with English yeah. in places yeah. like that. But I mean, it's this is just in my immediate family. Like people are doing that. And I know a lot of people are jealous of her. And they're like, how can I do that? Oh, so they're not saying you're a trader. They're more like... Can you give me? Oh, I mean, you could probably get the whole spectrum. You yeah, get yeah. people who think all sorts of crazy stuff. I mean, you know, yeah. probably think she's a robot too. I mean, you know, <laughs> you get, people think all kinds of aliens. Welcome to the USA. Yeah, yeah, but we're not going to solve it on this podcast. I yeah. just want to. Why do I even mention it? Because it's topical. It's topical. Yeah, it's something that's and on my more mind. More people leaving. I got to go in for work. I saw it on my visa. I'm like, really? That's surprising. It's like, wow. I think we're on top of these trends, actually. We're on top of these trends. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening, man. Yeah, right into us, guys. Do you know anybody? Do you know anybody who's leaving the US? We'll welcome them to Singapore. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, freedoms across the border getting tighter and tighter. So it's uh, heavy, dude. This is Christmas time. Let's talk about something a little lighter. Christmas time. I think I think I think there's a, Some, a someone you should know. Someone you should know. It's a fictional character because I know you speak about this all the time and I still have I've never seen it. You're lost. I know, but now you said it's on Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. Huge. This is something everyone should know about. And this is on what what category is this? This is the uh entertainment in arts and entertainment section. It's not show. comedy. 
Well, entertainment is comedy. That encapsulates everything. Toast of London. Toast of London is the name of the show. You may have heard about it. If you haven't heard about it, it's the one of the funniest comedy shows on in the world. I was lucky enough to come across it when they were still playing it on Singapore Airlines a few years ago. Really? And my lovely wife, Pauline, who's in her own world, she uh, she saw, saw it on, on the show, on the plane. Yeah. And we were flying somewhere. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you got to check this out. Yeah. You're going to love it. Because yeah. she knows me. All right? I watched it. I'm on the plane. Yeah. Got my earphones <laughs> on, my noise canceling. Checking it out. It was so fun. I started laughing out loud. I couldn't stop laughing. I'm in the middle of the, sh- the plane. Pauline's saying, like, quiet, quiet, shh, shh. And I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, out of control. It was a great episode. Yeah. You, you, when you see it, it's the one where they have the, uh, uh, they're, they're overdubbing the uh, s- like s- Swedish gay porn film or something. They're like, something ridiculous. And they're overdubbing it, like overdubbing it into English. Anyway, and I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. Toast of London. Uh, Toast of London. And anyway, they had three seasons and then it kind of stopped. And three I, seasons of 10 episodes each? Mm, so I like think it's 30? only like six episodes. Really That's short seasons. Pretty solid though, three seasons. On some BBC channel. I don't know. So it's English. It's English. It's not an American. Not movie. American. Okay. BBC Four, I think. Wow. Okay. Don't quote me on that. I need to download this for tonight, I think. Uh, yeah, man. And it's great. And it's funny. And it's, I mean, they pretty much picked up where like Monty Pythons and shows mm, classic mm, English comedies mm. let, left off. They picked it up. Absurd. <laughs> Completely straight faced the whole time. The more ridiculous, the more straight faced. Typical English comedy. Typical English comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's If you're looking for a comedy yeah, show, yeah. boom, it's the best. And, um, and it gets a little risque. And that's what happened. Singapore Airlines had to drop it because I think they, <laughs> the checkers didn't check some stuff. The Swedish point didn't work well that actually passed <laughs> but i think they did an orgy scene on one of the episodes <laughs> and it was look it was like you know nudity you know because yeah, yeah, you know i mean the english are pretty open that way so breasts <laughs> women's breasts were shown i think but it was a lot of uh what's the word when you um imply uh-huh. sexual stuff uh, uh-huh. Imp- a lot of implied yeah, yeah, sexuality again typical english totally english yeah. and then the singapore guy who didn't check on that he's he's gone the singapore airlines guy <laughs> i'm afraid because then they stopped showing the show so then i'm on the plane looking for it and it's no longer being played and that was i don't know it was brilliant that and netflix acquired it i mean they're doing such a good job netflix acquired it they're streaming it now or they will be soon mm-hmm. and they gave them an influx of uh, a new audience a new, yeah, new yeah. market yeah, yeah. and i'm happy to report that toast of london is doing a fourth season they're writing the episodes as we speak huge which it kind of was dormant for a few years yeah, yeah. but they're they're back on it matt berry who's the main writer and the main actor he reported that he's they're writing episodes oh now. he writes and acts in the well he's uh, a writer he's one of the writers yeah. him so and he, another guy he's like a, i mean who did, he's a comedian yeah who's um oh i'm trying to think toast of london and, um hashtag mr bean what, who's the guy oh uh, mr rowan atkinson Roy atkinson and he also did a season um of oh, what was it he also had like an episodic season of different comedies. There was a few. <clears throat> yeah. Like early on, like early, early on was... Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there was a Victorian episode. There was a Second World War episode. There was a First World War episode. I know all the things. These Black are Adder. Black Adder <sighs> was the medieval times show. Yeah. So you calling it serious? It was flipping hilarious. I never really saw it. Oh, dude. If You oh, so You know, good. I got, I got, unfortunately, I saw the Bean, the Mr. Bean thing, oh, which is not that terrible. funny. It's terrible. It's good if you're like, Seven years yeah, old, no, maybe terrible. I guess. Yeah, but 
Blackadder. But Blackadder, that was that was supposed to be classic. Really, I, I never, really good. I never really saw it. I think this is the sort of stuff you'd like. I mean, it sounds like you're appreciating that sort of humor. Toast and Rowan Atkinson is brilliant. Smart I mean, the guy, guy is genius, like He's a comedian genius, comedic genius, and businessman, and businessman, and writer. I mean, like very, very well, well done. Congratulations. Congrats. Hope you have a Merry Christmas, Mr. Atkinson. Rowan. 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 My apologies. I am not very good at pronouncing British names. <laughs> <laughs> the British. Britishisms. Yeah. So I, I urge everyone in 2018, if you want some good laughs, Toast of London, now on Netflix. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Oh, man. We need to get free... Free, <laughs> free subscriptions. Free subscription. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll talk about whatever they play, and we'll say it's all good. Not always. No, there's unless it's not good. Some junk on there sometimes. Then we'll. But yeah. there's some really good stuff on there. I mean, they they're killing it. You know that they're completely destroying the TV industry and the totally. cable TV industry in the US. Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu. even HBO. I would say Hulu, they're still holding HBO, on. Yeah, man. Like, but they, you know, yeah, HBO. They're smart. Because they basically go with any distributor that's out there, but they still make amazing content. Truly. And I think they've got, um, do they have shareholding in Hulu? I think it is. These are great questions. I don't know the answers yeah, to Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a massive Disney acquisition of Fox recently. Oh, 20, hear about that? 21st Century Fox. Everyone's sort of trying to, it's a war out there, man. That yeah. whole industry is just like trying to sort of sort this all out. It's, Bloodbath. Yeah, it's full on, man. It's I'm scared, on. man. I'm I mean, scared. Disney acquiring Fox, that's like... Huge. Yeah. Huge. 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 The wire. <laughs> and you know Disney like, pulled off all the content from Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did hear about that. A couple of weeks ago as well. So they pulled it off. Pulled it off. Acquired Fox. Fox. Very, very well planned. Like, clearly they were like... And they're going to come out with their own Disney network. I mean, they have a well, channel. Hulu. 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 What am I They've saying? got like a huge... Like a huge... So they'll, they'll amp up. They'll put Hulu on steroids. Hulu on steroids. And it'll be like the Disney... With Mickey Mouse. Which owns what? Do they own Pixar probably? Do they? Somebody has Pixar. They've got Star, Star Wars. Oh, George Lucas. Marvel. Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm. Mar- Marvels. I mean, they got it all, man. They're huge. God, what are we going to do, man? Wow. Now they got Fox. Juggernaut. they got ESPN. ESPN. Do they have ESPN? Yeah, they got ESPN. Disney and ESPN? What the hell, man? Was this on the list of things to talk about today? No, sorry. I'm just putting it out but there. But it's good. <laughs> it's good. I just, I'm not prepared for it. I'm drawing we, a blank, so you're going to have to carry this part we of the never, show. We, we never are, dude. I'm just putting it out there. This might, <laughs> this might be completely off, actually. No, it's on. It's on. <laughs> no, my facts, as Disney. usual. As usual. Disney. Disney. Bob Iger. Rob Iger? Bob Iger. Bob. Yeah, he's smart. One smart motherfucker. Jesus, <laughs> explicit rating. Sorry, unlike Tim Cook. Tim. Timothy you know, Cook. You and Bob need to have a lunch or something. Well, <laughs> tech news you can use. Um, yeah. Should we, should we flip to a little bit closer let's to home? Let's flip it. Let's flip yeah. it back to home. Yeah, let's talk about Asia. Go. So I had a very cool trip to Thailand the other day. Um and I just I just got to talk about it because it was so good. So we went to a restaurant. Very very lucky. I mean, we I think the bookings were made like three or four months before uh, to an Indian experimental restaurant called Gagan. Gagan. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about it. It's in Bangkok. Fantastic. I mean, absolute. Now I'm not really into you know. 
Actually, t- okay, let me be 100% honest because, you know. Are you a foodie? Not at all. And I was about to say, I fucking hate foodies. <laughs> Who the fuck is a foodie? Like, sorry, I've got on a rant. No. <laughs> like, honestly, if you call yourself a foodie, oh, God. Come on, take it easy, Mr. Rant. I can't you say. can't talk about I mean, anything without ranting. You know, you know what bugs me? Because how can somebody pay right. 400 bucks uh-huh. for a meal? Where literally you have to get carried out of a restaurant and when they are, you know, oh man. Because you're stuffed? Is it really, is it really like the epitome of living? Is to eat food, which is like completely overpriced, mm, 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 over engineered, mm, 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 mm. you know, and pay that ridiculous amount of money. When down the road, you hardly have people like being able to afford a one square meal a day. Mm, mm, oh, so that's me. two questions then. That's about the morality of uh, having a very expensive meal. Well, that's all it is actually. What's oh, the I thought one? you're like, what's the appeal? I thought you're going to go with like, why would you want to spend an ex- excessive amount of money and be just completely stuffed out of your mind? And, well, I guess like, it's two actually. Yeah, you're right. That's you're like, right. there's two questions. Because yeah, the right. first question that I perceived you were asking was like, why would you want to do that? And I, my answer is, I don't care. <laughs> because <laughs> let them do what they want to do as long as they're not messing with me. You know, have at it. You're right. Enjoy. You're right. However, then you c- come double down with a morality question. The morale, I mean, that's a bigger question. So that, what do you think about that? Well, that then then it's like, it's a big socialism thing. You're like, well, <laughs> do you, you mean you want to give everyone, I mean, do you want to give to charity? I mean, there's people give to charity yeah, yeah, or yeah, you do you want to go out and volunteer yourself and give, you know, I don't know, cook food and pass it amongst needy people. <laughs> I mean, there's, that's a whole nother kettle I of fish. Controversial. Yeah. And I it's think a, it, rightly so. Like, I mean, for 400 bucks, <laughs> 400 bucks, like per person, like, why would you do that? But anyway, I wouldn't. I'd agree. I wouldn't. So I'm not a foodie. No, but this place was insane. And the beauty of it is, and why I actually appreciated it, I only found out later that it's actually not that expensive. So this guy, Gagan Anand, who runs the, the restaurant, he's from India originally. Um, he um, worked in some of the best restaurants globally, El Bulli in Spain, which is apparently a very good restaurant. He then worked for the Taj Group, um, which is a big Indian um, run uh, hotel uh, conglomerate. Mm. And uh, in Thailand, and then he s- set up his own restaurant called Gagan, which is basically modern Indian cuisine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I stand to be corrected, but I think the price is something around fifty to a hundred dollars per person, which is not like the exorbitant Michelin star four hundred dollars price. Truly, it was twenty dishes, Whoa. but they were exceptional. Like this is something now I've had the fortune, I'm very lucky to have eaten in some good restaurants. I wouldn't call myself a foodie. It's mainly because of, um, you know, some of the perks I get with some of the people I hang out with. Right. You're a lucky guy. This was really good. Like, so the food was insane. Mm. So modern Indian food. So you normally Indian food, you'd expect heavy curries, yeah. you know, a lot of sauces, a lot yeah. of rice. Yeah. This was Shabati. not it at all. It was small little tasters of so imagine like really sort of what's it new french cuisine with small little plates this mm-hmm. is small little plates of indian spicy like really rich mm-hmm. sort of little bite like a taster oh, set so good. like yeah, a yeah, yeah, omakase omakase Japanese style. exactly mm-hmm. um almost impossible to get a reservation there so obviously we have this amazing meal i think there was like six of us obviously and then mr anand himself 
came out of the kitchen. This was already late because, you know, these are one of these meals where it's like two hours, two and a half hours. Right, debauchery. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it, it's good. It gets tiring towards the end. But actually, this one was perfect. You weren't like, you didn't feel like exhausted. You didn't feel completely stuffed. But, you know, two hours of sitting around with, you know, it's... You're ready to move. And I'm Mr. Gagan comes out the kitchen with, I think it was a glass of tea uh, or, sorry, a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and just comes around and says hi to all the yeah, patrons. That's um, good. That's and, a good um, businessman there. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, you, clearly you can see the guy's passionate about what he does. Right, right, right. He comes over to our table mm. and um, what an amazing human being, like absolute genius. And he doesn't give a shit about anything. He yes. doesn't care who comes into his restaurant. Yes. He doesn't care whether he's like, uh, obviously he's making some money, but he doesn't really think about, you know, he doesn't want it to be exorbitantly priced. Yeah. Uh, he, all he wants I to understand. do is deliver the best possible food in the best location ever to the nicest people. Uh, that's what he said. That's um, his focus. That's his, his focus. focus. Yeah. You know? And just that sort of approach. Oh, I want to go now. Oh, the Just because of that. Genius. We had like a chat for like, an, he came over for like an hour. We spoke about everything. Like he's best mates with Zac Efron. Because oh, apparently Zac Efron just like during while they were shooting, oh. um, what's it, Hangover in, in Bangkok, oh, he, he right. came over. Like I could see Gagan and Zac Efron. They literally, Gagan's like an Indian version of Zac Efron. Like he's such a character. Like he's completely out there, completely wacky. Um like so much energy. So, so he's a chef also, or is he a restaurateur? No, he's a chef. He's the in chef. In fact, he doesn't give a shit about the restaurateur side of it. Oh, so he's right. got a team that does, you know, the, the locations. He just wants to deliver the best dishes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, he's closing in 2020. So <gasps> he's very honest about it. He's like, I'm over it. Like, and I just want to move and I just want to go somewhere amazing. I'm like, where do you want to go? He's going to go to a village, a fishing village in Japan. Of course, of course. Because, and I was, you know, everyone's like, why? He's like, because it's the freshest ingredients, the best location, like the middle of nowhere. And he's going to open a little restaurant. Yeah. Like his yeah, yeah. own. And he loves Japan because of the ingredients, right. the quality, and the attention to detail. And he's not worried about the radioactive fish. Coming out of uh, Fukushima. I didn't ask him that actually, but I think he's going down south. So he's going, <laughs> he <really> geographically, <laughs> he'll stay isolated. And it's the name of the restaurant in Bangkok again, Gagan. Is Gagan. His first name. G a g a n. G a g g a n. Thank you for the two G's. G a g g a n. Gagan. And it will be open through to 2020. 2020. But I mean, you're talking months for reservations. Oh, right, like, right, right, it's right. crazy. And he just got a second Michelin star, literally like a week ago, two weeks ago. Mm. He wasn't even gunning for it. Well, you can't, you know, you can't really gun for it. No, you can. I mean, there's you a lot can. of restaurants right, out there right, that you're are you're like, right, right. this is what I want. And he actually spoke about it when he came over to our table. He's like, I met with the Michelin guys. Yes, I want the second star. But, you know, and, and I'll tell him I'll put Michelin tires on my car if that's what they'll give me. But I'm not <laughs> going to do anything exceptional just to get that star. You know, it's not like I'm going to be on the lookout all the time. And yeah. it's just we're just going to do what we do best. Yeah. And if we get it, we get it. You know, I actually know someone who works for the Michelin. She's she one of the me. reviewer guy, like people, and they keep a very low profile. Yeah. They, they design it so mm. they could come in under the radar and 
so the restaurant can't game the system mm. and give them special treatment or something. Yeah. I mean, that's the way she does it. And I've yeah. actually joined her. She actually invited me to come along for lunches and dinners to be part of her cover. That must be great. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm always like, hey, you're in town. I'm ready. And she takes notes at the table? Or how well, does she she'll take remember? photos of the food items as it comes out okay. for her records. Which everyone does nowadays anyway. Which anyone so does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that doesn't stand out yeah. as anything special. Yeah. But she doesn't write notes. I mean, she just makes mental notes. She mm. might even talk about it to me while she's doing like, you know, make a few, say a few points or whatever. Interesting. But it's kind of just very... And what's very, her background? Very fluid. Oh, the background's complicated, man. But there's always been a food background. But it wasn't a direct, it wasn't a direct uh, linear line to become the reviewer. Yeah. It was like she, food was always in, the, in her life as a yeah. young kid and being brought up with it. Yeah. But she moved into like TV production in New York and was doing that for many years. But... Just through the grapevine, through yeah. the network, that this opportunity years later opened up and someone actually thought of her, said, you would be perfect for this. Mm-hmm. And she kind of went back to school and did, I mean, there was a lot, was many, many steps. Yeah, she yeah, told yeah. me the story once, but it's this long. So she has to study for it. It's not like you just step into that role. You got to like learn It has to be more in your blood. How about that? She's not a foodie. <laughs> She's definitely not a foodie. You'd love her. She's very, very. So uh, what does she think about foodies? <clears throat> I never asked her. Um, love to ask next her time that. I see her, <laughs> you'd love to ask her. I don't want. I can't mention her name on air. She needs to keep a low profile. I've got a thing about foodies for man. her reviewing. Bugs me. You want to rant? You want to rave? <laughs> rave on with someone else. This is the Christmas special. <laughs> Christmas. Special. We're keeping it positive. Yeah. So Gagan, thank you for hosting us. It was an amazing experience. Like honestly, I'd, I'd love to go back. Um, he was out partying last week weekend at uh, Wonder Fruit, which is a big music festival in in Thailand. What's it called? Uh, What's Wonder Fruit. Wonder Fruit. Wonder Fruit. Apparently, it's Wonder Fruit. They call it the burning man of thailand so it's the same sort of atmosphere obviously much smaller but yeah. apparently it's an amazing festival he was telling us about it he couldn't mm. wait he was just like i can't wait how old I'm is gonna this guy? lose my mind he's 30 uh, 30 something mm-hmm. i think or, or early 40s like, right 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 i mean but he's full-on like the, the guy is like i said zach zach efron indian version like mm-hmm. he's hilarious really <laughs> so much energy absolutely hilarious very eccentric mm-hmm. uh, knows the stuff so i would i'd recommend it cool um, yeah definitely definitely a lot of new places opening up well, i'm discovering new places because gagan's been around for ages um you know that 1880 finally opened in Singapore? The uh, premier social club of yeah. Singapore City, 1880. <laughs> Actually, mind Not you, a we, should, <laughs> we should go there after this, maybe. You are one of the uh, founding members. A member. Is that correct? A member, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very lucky to have been. Charter member? I don't <laughs> know what you call it. I've been very lucky to be invited. He's such a fortune fellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I look forward to uh, checking it out. Very good. The food is excellent. I had a meal there yesterday, actually. Yeah? Really good surprisingly good oh. actually i've been following their instagram feed i see the pictures of the chef like doing his thing okay. they're promoting it they're like showing the food the food part of it yeah, I saw I think, that. and they're full i mean they're full like yeah. it's packed so the patrons are there for the food clearly i mean it's a great hangout spot Sweet. i think they're gonna do really well i think they'll do well, well i wish them the best of luck yeah to mark mark and the team best of luck mark in congratulations of, on the launch it was one a of our great first supporters <laughs> <laughs> he's got a special place in our hearts we'll have to go record in there one day actually yeah well, oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he's invited in there to record yeah we'll mix up a margarita mix and uh <laughs> bust out the vodkas and rums and i'll they've, be ready to record they've got kombucha on tap kombucha on tap it's brilliant oh yeah very new agey 
I love it. <laughs> I love it. I think we should wrap this up. Seriously? Boom. Yeah, before I lose my voice. <laughs> I got a little bit of a cough. We've got lunch as well. We've got lunch plans. we got lunch plans and the time is ticking away. I can't believe it's 2017 is over. 2017. It's been a good year though. It's been How's a, yours been? It's been a good year. It's I'm been, like, <laughs> mine has been brilliant. You're riding a wave. I am. It's a bit choppy at times yeah. and it's a beast of a wave, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. It's definitely six foot over, a few foot, foot overhead. <laughs> this thing is coming in thick. All right, don't snap your back, whatever you do, when it crashes all around you. Um, well, that's wonderful. And 2018 is around the corner. Yeah. We wish all our listeners a uh, happy new year. Yeah. Because we're going to get this thing out, even if we skip over the last episode. Let's do that. Because this one's pretty solid. Okay. I shouldn't be talking right now. We should just end the episode. <laughs> but, you know, I want to encourage our listeners yeah. to follow on our stuff. We're getting yes. geared up for 2018. Definitely. Follow on the Instagrams, Double Confirm Show, Twitter, Double Confirm Show, Facebook page, Double Confirm <laughs> iTunes, Show. optional. <laughs> iTunes, you can get our on the, your favorite podcatcher. Podcatcher. Um, the SoundClouds. SoundCloud, MixCloud. <laughs> iTunes. We're still with Tim Cook. St- sticking in there until the bitter end. To the bitter end, <laughs> Timothy. Help us all. Uh, what else? Are we on something else? We're on the YouTube. The YouTube. Uh, you know, we, we're going to do video. <laughs> we're going to be doing video in 2018. I swear to God. We should. I'm, I'm getting a lavalier microphone I think we're it. there, man. We're there. I think we are really there. We're there. We're there. Well, you know, we'll figure out how to put graphics up behind us. We'll have a green screen. I don't know. We'll figure that out. I'll bust out the guitar, play a riff. Uh, but yeah, and you could even follow me on my own Instagram at thomasmanjiri.com. He's influencing. Do it, guys. You got to see it. You got to see the, the brains behind the operation. <laughs> <laughs> or half the brains. Oh. <laughs> As you bang your teeth against the mic. And with that, I bid you adieu. And... Uh, See you in the new year. See you in the new year, guys.